Hey, hey, y'all. This is Ace in the Place podcast. I am your host, Ace. And today is Monday, June 21st. And we are coming off of Juneteenth weekend. Woo! Yeah! No. So this past weekend was Juneteenth, and it was also Father's Day as well. And it was Ace in the Place podcast first community project. So I've been talking about starting a community garden. And just to give a little brief summary, um, I don't consider myself the gardener. I just had the, um, it just had been sitting in my spirit to, to do something for the community. And I wanted to give back in some type of way, make things look nice. That's more so where I was going with it in terms of, you know, just making the community, helping to make the community look better. And so I started this garden and it's in the beginning phases, but I'm going to keep working at it. And we had our first food drive. I gave away dinners on Saturday, and I'm really, it was a really good turnout. We actually gave away all of the dinners that I had. I had maybe, no, I should have did a head count. I had a good 40 dinners, for sure, 35 to 40 dinners. So we gave those away, and it was off to a little rocky start. At first, people were like, no, I'm good. And then, you know, um, my supervisor, he sent some of the people in the neighborhood that he knew over. And a couple of people that just walked past, they did. You know, we were out there like, hey, happy Juneteenth. You know, it was a really good vibe. Thank you to my family, because my family was the ones who were out there supporting and helping me to give away the food. And so I'm very thankful for that. I love you all. And I appreciate you for supporting Ace in the Place podcast. I know sometimes I be repeating myself a lot, but I'm going to continue to say thank you to everyone who donated, who supported. I will be starting a YouTube channel for the podcast. I'm trying to juggle quite a few things at the moment. And so it takes me a little bit longer to do things, but I did get some videos. I got some pictures and I really want to find a way to make a a nice video to put on YouTube so that we you are able to get a visual of some of the things that we're doing here at Ace in the Place podcast because this is just bigger than me talking every week. I really want to make an impact. And so when I set these goals to see these things happen, regardless of, you know, the turnout or who came and who didn't, who supported and who didn't, that's not my focus. The focus is to reach people, to inspire people, to spread love and to help my community. And so I will be doing something again later this year. I want to say around like Thanksgiving, definitely the holidays, and I'm definitely going to push for to go to the South Side. So the garden is on the West Side of Chicago, and I'm actually a South Sider. I was born and raised on the South Side. I've been living out West for some years now. So I actually do want to do something on the South Side of Chicago, and I'll give more details as it comes. I'm the type of person I knock out one goal, boom, time to hit the next one. So that's where I am with that. And just um, just a little bit of 
Juneteenth. What is Juneteenth? Because I actually, last week, Joe Biden signed, um, he signed an act to make Juneteenth a national holiday. So that is like, that's big. I'm really happy about that. Between um, David Shervin and, and the George Floyd trial, him getting convicted, and then Juneteenth being declared a national holiday, it's been a pretty decent year. <laughs> I'm not mad. We have a lot to move forward with, but I think that we should celebrate the things that we have accomplished. I think that we should acknowledge, you know, what we have accomplished so far. And so Juneteenth basically commemorates the effective end of slavery in the United States. So on June 19th, 1865, uh, Confederate soldiers marched into Galston, Texas to, to ensure that all the enslaved people were free. So the Emancipation Proclamation, which was actually signed two and a half years earlier, ended slavery. But there were still people in the South who didn't know that. There were still our enslaved ancestors in the South did not know that they were free. And so on June 19th, 1865, um, they had troops arrive in Galston, Texas, to let everyone know that they were free. And so Juneteenth, excuse me, Juneteenth honors the end of slavery in the United States. And I'm just proud. It felt good to be out there. It felt good to, you know, say to have, you know, to people, hey, happy Juneteenth. And, you know, to really spread some love. And one of the guys, most of the people came and just took their food, which was okay. We were okay with that. It wasn't really a party. You know, it was just us trying to give back and do something positive. So most people just came, got their food and, you know, went about their day, which is fine. But one guy, he did, he was a little drunk, tipsy, whatever you want to call it. He didn't bother me much, but he did actually stay and, you know, chat with us for a little while. He sat down and ate his food. He was the only one that did that. Everybody else kind of just took theirs and left, which was okay. You know, the food needed to be heated up anyway, so that was fine. But he just kept asking me, like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? <laughs> I think he even said at one point, like, I'm afraid of black people. And I know he was intoxicated, but that comes from someplace. And especially here in Chicago with the violence. And I don't want to get too negative and I don't want to get off the subject. But Friday when I got up, of course, on the news, they were talking about the mass shootings that they had here in the city. And those things always sit heavy on my heart. But that's one of the reasons I I want to do these type of things, just to let people know it's so many of us out here that actually care. If we can unite, if we can come together, if we can uplift each other, we are a force to be reckoned with. It's just sad that a lot of us don't know and understand that power and we're fighting against each other instead of coming together. And so this podcast isn't about Juneteenth, but I just wanted to kind of let you all know about the food drive that we had over the weekend. It was very nice. And then it was Father's Day the next day. It just so happened it fell that way this year. 
And so I hope that all the dads enjoyed their day. Uh, my family, we went to church. It was a pretty low-key Sunday, kind of the same as Mother's Day. We went to church on Mother's Day. And the the bishop actually was not there. Not really sure why. Um, um, I know his family, him and his wife, the first lady, were on vacation. I'm not really sure why he chose not to speak, you know, and have, you know, speak a sermon on Father's Day. But I've been hearing a lot of men talk about how it's different for Father's Day. Not again, I don't, this is not how I feel. This is some of the things that I've been hearing a lot of men say, especially black men, um, that, you know, Father's Day is, you know, different. It doesn't get as much hype and excitement as Mother's Day. You know, Mother's Day, everybody's running out getting gifts and all the restaurants are full. And Father's Day, you know, you might have a barbecue or, you know, it's just like whatever. You know, I guess the the father's, um, the black, again, like I said last week, I guess the few bad apples spoil the bunch. I think that it's a generational thing. I think that the broken down family structure in the black community contributes to these type of things where good fathers do kind of get overlooked. I will agree with that. I think that sometimes, not all the time, I think sometimes we overlook good dads because we feel like that's your responsibility, right? It's like, well, you're supposed to do this. And they are. They are. But they still should be celebrated. They still should be uplifted. And I think oftentimes we kind of fall short of that, myself included, right? I don't have the best relationship with my dad. I did talk to him yesterday. I did wish him a happy Father's Day. And so I think that there is this disconnect. And actually, I was watching YouTube today, and there is this bishop that I follow. His name is R.C. Blakes on YouTube. I think I mentioned him in the podcast before. So if anyone gets a chance, check him out on YouTube. His name is R.C. Blakes. And, you know, I'm not going to go through his whole YouTube video, I would like you all to check it out. But really, it really did speak to me. And he spoke about, you know, fathers encouraging themselves. And he actually did mention about, you know, the same thing I just said, where, you know, Father's Day is different from Mother's Day. And, you know, dads get overlooked. And how they aren't celebrated enough, their children take them for granted. And, you know, he basically was kind of transparent about some of his frustrations that he had as a father because, you know, he was out providing financially and, you know, living on purpose. He's a he's a Christian man. Him and his wife do videos and things of that nature on YouTube together. So I do follow him um, because I, I here at this podcast, I said it was about black culture, but I feel like it's more about self-improvement, self-empowerment. So I really want to grow. I want to encourage other people to grow, but not just women. You know, it's a, I want everyone to focus on growing. I want everyone to focus on loving themselves. And so I can, I when I speak for, you know, in terms of a man, I'm not a man, right? But I'm speaking on 
I'll say things or mention things that I've seen and I've heard black men speak about. So it's not necessarily my opinion when I say certain things because I'm not a man, but it's more so black men that I've listened to and that I have uh, followed who are married, who have been happily married, as far as I know, to black women for a long time. So it's not just, and I, I listen to all type of you know, different races and culture. Uh, Dr. Romney is a good one on YouTube as well. I listen to her. And there's this other guy. So it's not a race thing. I'm just saying that in terms of black, in terms of men, I'm also, you know, do watch the videos. So R.C. Blakes was talking about men encouraging themselves. And some of the points that he made, I, if you get a chance, check out the video, because again, I'm not going to go through his sermon, right? That's his material. But some of the things that stuck out to me was, he said, you know, men, one way to encourage yourself is to live on integrity. You know, when you live on integrity and there is a standard, it is kind of like, it's my responsibility, but I don't feel like I need to have that validation because, you know, I'm a man of integrity. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be providing and protecting my family and, you know, being faithful to my wife and all and all of these things that come along with it. But in the society that we live in today and, our, you know, in the culture of today, you know, everybody's cheating and everybody's lying and everybody are doing all these you know, toxic things. And so for to have a man actually live on integrity and to, you know, do what's right for his family, even when he's not always told thank you or, oh, dear, we really appreciate that. Or, oh, dear, you know, you've been so good to us. These aren't the things that men hear all the time. And again, he voiced about his son and he said something about his son, wrote him a letter this year. Basically, he's a grown man now. And he was saying how, like, you know, he was showing his appreciation for him. But growing up, he didn't get that from his kids. His kids would always tell him, oh, mommy's always here for us. Mommy's always here for us. And because he was out making money and, you know, and walking in his purpose, you know, he wasn't around as much. And so he said, like, hey, I used to get frustrated with that in the beginning, you know, like, your mama here because I'm out there working. You know what I mean? Like, she's here all the time with you guys because of me. And he just said, like, you know what, he had to grow out of that mentality and understand sometimes your children are not going to appreciate you. Sometimes your children are not going to turn out the way that you want them them to. It doesn't mean you weren't a good parent. You continue to be a good father. He talked about, you know, how he fell short growing up and his father was in his life. He's a junior. So his father is R.C. Blake's senior. And, you know, he talked about like, I am his legacy. People look at me and be like, oh, you know, you really inspire me to do this. And I really like how you do that. And he's like, look, I'm a product of my father. I'm this way because of who he is. And so it again, I, I hope that, you know, especially the men or women, if you're listening and you happen to look on YouTube, please send it to the man in your life, send it to your dad, your uncle, your brother, someone that can be inspired. Because again, I've been hearing quite a few men uh, talk about, you know, just just kind of this down, like, oh, I don't care to celebrate. It's no big deal. It's not like Mother's Day. And it's like, man, you know, they, it kind of saddens me to hear that. I, I think that uh, good parents should be celebrated, period, because we do this day in and day out. And like R.C. Blake said, it's it's your character, it's your integrity, it's who you are. 
to do the right thing. It comes natural for most of us, but we still deserve to be celebrated and we want that recognition. And so I believe the men do deserve that. And I believe that we can do a better job with showing them that more often or even telling them that more often. And so another thing he said was, because he gave some scriptures, I did not write down the scriptures, but the one about honor thy mother and father. And he kind of was saying like, you know, a lot of times the dads don't get honored, right? And he also said that when you're a good father, you are, um, you're living in the will of God or you're doing it to serve God. You know what I mean? Like, look at it like this is who God have called me to be. This is, you know, a part of, you know, me being a man of God. And so it was quite a few examples he gave of how men can encourage themselves in terms of, you know, feeling better about, you know, and even if you have some struggles, you know, as as mothers, we're there for our children, you know, all the time, but it doesn't mean we don't feel, you know, like a bad parent sometimes, or it doesn't mean we don't doubt the things that we do or feel bad for the mistakes that we make that ultimately affect our children's lives. I think that um, oftentimes we don't stay stuck in that, right? So you might feel bad, like, oh man, I shouldn't have snapped on her. I really didn't you know, mean that that wasn't for her. I just had an attitude because, you know, I'm stuck in traffic or, you know, whatever, right? It's so petty things, but then you kind of go back and be like, yeah, that was out of line. I shouldn't have done that. Or yeah, you know, I didn't have to whoop the baby because I was upset at the dead or whatever the situation is. We all fall short is what I'm trying to say. As parents, I think that sometimes maybe dads are a little bit harder on themselves their moms or not I again like I said I think it's pretty equal I don't I'm not sure maybe women don't voice they aren't boisterous enough about um doubting themselves or or some things that they don't feel 100% secure about with being a parent or the mistakes that they make I think a lot of times we just drop the ball pick it up and keep going whereas dads are like they drop the ball and they they might stand there and be looking for a while like dang all right Instead of just picking it up and keep going. I don't know. I can't, you know, that's kind of my perception of things. So um, today's, look, I'm just talking. I We don't, today's topic is what fathers and men. And, you know, again, I hope the dads enjoyed their day. But there's really no topic for today. I'm going to kind of bounce around to a few things pertaining to men, black men and dads, some things that I saw in the news, some things that I saw in the media. And we'll kind of go over that and, you know, then we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up early this week. No worries. But one thing that I did see, that's a good thing from here in the city of Chicago. So this year, Real Men Cook came back. Yay. So Real Men Cook is a Father's Day barbecue event picnic that they have on the south side it used to be at kennedy king college but i'm not sure where it was this year and so i was i was happy to see that that was something positive um it's a it's a charitable event and 
the fathers come out there and cook. They make their dishes. Um, and, you know, the families are out there. Now, I went years ago when they first kind of got it up and running with the Real Men Cooks. I think it was my my brother's probably first or second father's day. I know my, my niece was really young, so this was probably like 10 years ago. Not going to lie. Um, but I'm glad to see that back and up and running on the south side of Chicago. So next year, you all, if you're not really sure what to do with your dads, you want to get out um, and, you know, just enjoy the day, I would recommend that. I think that it's um, it's good for the community. I think it's a good time. You like food and, you know, they have drinks out there and everything of that nature. So you all should definitely check that out. Another story that I saw, Tyler Perry. Yes, Tyler Perry is announces entertainment district near production studio. So Tyler Perry and Bishop T.D. Jakes have some big plans for the film director and showrunner studio facility in the next few years. They bought, okay, so Perry bought 37 acres near the actual studio site, adding to more than 330 acres already owned by the director, the reports note. Meanwhile, Jakes, the religious leader, author, and filmmaker, is purchasing 94 acres through his T.D. Jakes real estate venues, ventures, excuse me. So they got the approval. They ban- Man, they ban up this land. That's, that's, a, that's a really big thing. That's a really big thing. And it says that the property, the land... It's 145 acre, it used to be 145 acre military base that was once home to Confederate soldiers who failed in their plot to keep blacks enslaved. So this is some some land land. And Tyler Perry, he's been doing some big things. I mean, this is job opportunities. This is, you know, uh to help the community. It's um it's a really it's a really big look and I'm very proud of these two black men and I hope that they continue to move forward in all their endeavors. And yes, this is in Atlanta. Georgia is doing good things. I know they was lit over the weekend. The Atlanta Hawks took the um the Eastern Conference final well they're going to the Eastern Conference finals. They won in game seven last night, and that was a tight one. That was a that was a pretty intense game. They sent Doc Rivers home, the 76ers, but shout out to Atlanta. I'm pretty sure they was lit this weekend. Down there, all the strip clubs, everybody shaking their booty, turning up. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I always think of the strip clubs when I think of Atlanta. I am not going to lie. So, yes, that's that's good for Atlanta. That's good for Tyler Perry. That's good for T.D. Jakes. Continue to buy up this property. Continue to create this generational wealth. Continue to grow and prosper and create opportunities for not just black people, but for everyone. And so on to the next story. Ah, Nick Cannon. <laughs> Nick Cannon is in the news this week. So he announces on Father's Day that he is his fourth baby mother. Yes, he has four baby mothers. He announces the new baby. 
no, he announces his new baby mother, Alyssa Scott, to his procreation playhouse. Oh, okay. So basically, Nick Cannon out here raw dogging it, <laughs> and he's just having kids left and right. So he just announced a few weeks. The the latest addition to Nick's ever-growing family had barely settled in before Nick popped up with the fourth baby mother, Alyssa Scott, who finally confirmed he's the father after two weeks of loud whisper. So a few weeks ago, he announced that he had just had twins with her name is, what's her name? Oh, Abby De La Rosa. She was the one who just had twins a few weeks ago. And then he pops up and says, okay, hey, Alyssa Scott is my my latest baby mother. So he has four baby mothers, Mariah Carey being the first. He has two children by her. Someone named Brittany Bell. He has two children by her. And then... Abby De La Rosa, he has a set of twins by her. And then the latest. So it seems somewhere around seven kids might be more. Um, And yeah, so the thing about Nick Cannon is I don't know too much about him. But I did watch his podcast. He has a podcast. Um, And I watched it a couple of times for some of the guests that he had on there that I was... um kind of interested in. He had a segment with Common, and I watched that when Common had a book come out. And I actually do want to get around to uh, reading Common's book. I think he's pretty dope. And he always speaks about love. Like, that's always the center of him. And I think that's the love is in the name of the book. And so I, I really do want to check it out. But I know Nick Cannon kind of briefly spoke about marriage and his standpoint was like, nope, not getting married again. Not going to happen. Not for me. So for him to be like, no, nope, don't want to do the marriage. Don't want to do commitment, but just like landing seeds everywhere. I get it in terms of like, okay, this is my legacy. I still want to leave, you know, you know, something here and continue on the legacy you know, and have children. I just don't want the commitment of marriage. And the thing about that is, you know, for me, the children grow up in different households. And so it's a different dynamic. Like, will the children know each other, the sisters and brothers? Will they have relationships? Do the women have relationships? And oftentimes with celebrity children, and this is just kind of like what I've seen um, from like older um, celebrities who have kids who've gotten a little older now and they're having like uh, estranged relationships like um, a while back uh, what's his name Kirk Franklin was in the news with his son and his son is an adult he's I think he's like in his 20s or 30s or something and they've been had a rocky relationship for a while you know Kirk Franklin did speak about that. He ended up apologizing because his son recorded a conversation that they had and he, you know, put it on social media and his dad basically let him have it. You know, he's like, I'm not going to be disrespected. You know, I don't care how old you are, this, that, and the fourth. And so, um, I've been noticing like, right with these celebrity people, because this is what we're talking about. Nick Cannon's a celebrity. He's successful and he has money, right? He's having all these children. And so what I've noticed is there's this disconnect once the kids get older. Even Lisa Ray was on Ayala with her daughter. 
there's this disconnect. Even though you have the money and your children are well taken care of financially, oftentimes it's this, the relationship isn't always the best, right? With the parent who is making the money, the parent who is the celebrity, because it goes back to, hey, you weren't there as much, you know, you didn't love me as much. And these things are true. You know, you're out here trying to build a legacy. You're out here trying to create generational wealth. So, you you know, you, you're not going to be around as much. That's just the fact. But oftentimes, you know, children don't process that well, you know, and then they grow up and it's like, it's this void. Well, what is the void? Yeah, well, my parent really wasn't there, you know. And so, again, you know, Nick Cannon, do you? But I think it's kind of a risk risky thing, you know, having seeds everywhere in different households. I think you have to be very clear and cut about the standard of, you know, the person you're dealing with, how you're going to raise the children. Again, conversations about will the other families be involved? Will the children grow up knowing each other? You know, these things are important, in my opinion. I'm not really sure what Nick is doing, but I hope that he has some type of structure for him just, you know, having all these children because again he said out his own mouth like I'm not getting married again not gonna happen um but he obviously not wrapping it up he's obviously um wants to have children and to continue you know spreading his seed and so it's uh good luck with that Nick you know what I mean like you out here doing the thing no so we are going to get ready to wrap it up for today. Actually, so a few weeks, guys, a few weeks ago, I highlighted a song by Via Via, and I said that I was going to play a song from her album every week, and I skipped last week um, because it was just a lot going on, and I actually forgot. So this week, I'm going to close out the podcast with a song from Via Via, and this is off her, her album. It is entitled Stella. And so I'm going to leave you guys with this nice little vibe. I hope everyone has a pretty good week. Please enjoy. Be safe. And check this out. Get a get a nice little groove from this. Uh-oh. Look, <laughs> I should have had the music cued in the background, guys. Oh, man, Ace, you didn't have it ready. Okay. Okay, so, yeah, okay, my bad, y'all. Technical difficulties, it's okay. We're going to get it together. And I'm going to be doing some some really nicer things with this podcast so I can get this editing down packed. But listen to the song, guys. Vibe out. I love you guys. Peace. Well, don't get off the, <laughs> don't get off yet. Listen to the song.
All right, y'all. We out of here. Peace.